Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing methods that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 54 which just sounds a little bit crazy. Um, I'm calling this one random intentionality. Before I get started though, I wanted to remind you that I love to hear from listeners at a slob comes clean at gmail.com. Um, also connect with me on social media at a slob comes clean.com slash connect. And there you can, um, just find links to Instagram and Facebook and all those great fun things. I love the communities that we have, especially on Facebook where, um, people who share my struggles uh, can come and just celebrate small successes or big successes or just, you know, share what's working and what's not working. Um, And I just love having that community. Uh, I also mentioned two weeks ago on my last podcast, I, y'all, I'm sorry. I really meant to have another podcast ready to go up um, while I was gone on spring break and it didn't happen. Sorry. Um, But uh, I almost have my daily deslobification podcast ready to launch. There are some that are already up. Uh, they are at the bottom of the daily posts. And y'all, these are like two to five minutes. I mean, they're really not very long, but we're going to see how that goes. Um, and if you want to make sure that you don't miss the launch of that, go to um, my website, slobcomesclean.com. And in the header, you can click on... Uh, sign up for my email newsletter. You can do it daily or weekly. That is the best way to make sure that you don't miss anything that is going on. Because if you follow on Facebook, that's great. But Facebook for some reason does not like to show people things about podcasts. I'm sure they consider podcasts to be some sort of a competing online thing, but maybe two to 3% of the people who have liked the page on Facebook actually see when I post a new podcast on there. So the best way to make sure you don't miss the neat thing is through that email newsletter. Um, okay. Other thing I want to make sure I made real clear before I get started is that I am sick and I'm actually finally, hopefully getting a little bit over it, but I have that nice grovelly romantic voice. I'm telling myself that's what it is. Um, <clears throat> and I might cough and I'm going to try not to, I will try to hit the pause before I cough, but sorry about that. Just so you know, I, um, don't edit these podcasts. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that before because if I edited them, then I would never get them done. So it's either don't edit or just don't have a, wait, it's either edit, whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm talking today about intentionality, specifically random intentionality. Intentionality is my passion. It's the overall theme that was going to be my real blog. When I first found out about blogs and realized I have to have one, um, I wanted to write with this theme of intentional parenting, intentional living. I mean, that was my passion. Um, just as a small example of that, you know, when I got engaged, uh, my husband at the time, you know, my boyfriend, whatever, um, he, asked me to marry him. He like arranged this whole scenario thing where, you know, a friend brought me to this place where we had originally 
kind of gotten to know each other. We'd started, we'd rollerbladed together anyway, long story. But, um, he, she brought me to this place. He asked me to marry him. Um, this was like in the morning, one morning in the summer. No, it wasn't summer. It was Christmas. I'm sorry. It was Christmas when I come home from Thailand for, um, my two week or three week break. Uh, so anyway, he'd asked me to marry him in the morning and you know, it was, Oh, wonderful. We told all our families. It was so exciting. And then, um, a little later in the day I said, um, we need to have a conversation. Um, just so you know, I, I do have this one deal breaker and that is, uh, when we have kids, I'm going to stay home. Okay. And what could he say at that point? Because, um, he just asked me to marry him and I mean, he was great with it. He was fine, but his mom was not a stay at home mom. And so it was not part of his world. You know, he has a sister who's um, older than he is, you know, who already had kids and, you know, he was an uncle as a young person um, and she did not stay home with her kids. And so it just wasn't really part of his natural realm, but, and I, I knew that. So I knew that this could be an issue later. And I, you know, would hear people talk about it was an issue for them and their husband, maybe not being on the same page about that. And so that is an example of my intentionality. I'm like, I'm going to make sure life goes the way I want it to go. Okay. If I want something to happen, I'm going to make sure it happens. And so I said, is that all right with you? And he said, of course, cause I kind of had him right where I wanted him. And, um, and now he's totally on board and, and thinks it's the greatest thing ever. But, um, but that is an example of, you know, how I see myself as living life. You know, I mean, with my kids when they were little, I mean, that was my, my passion in parenting. A lot of that comes from my own parents, you know, and hearing them, talk about parenting philosophies and things like that. You know, my mom's big thing she would always say is, you know, if a kid does something when they're little and they don't know any better and you encourage them to do that and you laugh and laugh and laugh, but it's something that's not going to be funny when they're three, you know, you really don't need to laugh at it then you need to, you know, show them that that's not okay. So that, um, when they're three, anyway, her point was if you laugh when they're one, but then when they're three, it's something they get in trouble for. Well, then that's just confusing to the child. And that's where you get a major, you know, frustration level on the child. And so her point was, you know, deal with behaviors early on, even when you don't feel like dealing with it. And we all know as parents, that is the hugest struggle is to make sure that you deal with something now, even though you're tired, even though it'd be so much easier just to let it go. It's only going to get worse if you let it go. And that was my parenting philosophy. When I threw myself into having toddlers, I mean, that was just it. It was like, I'm going to deal with things right now so that they don't become bigger issues later. And that was my passion. And that's what I wanted to write about. And can I just say, I'm so glad I didn't blog about parenting because y'all people get their undies in a wad over parenting online. I mean, I'm so incredibly thankful that that is not what I blogged about. If you blog about that, bless you. I mean, really, it is a huge, I mean, that's just such a lightning rod. Who would have known that that would be more of a lightning rod than talking about being a slob. But anyway, um, so, you know, that was, that was my passion, you know, other things, for example, you know, I have always been passionate about cooking for my family every single night. You know, it's, it's not a, it's not something that, you know, only happens on a rare occasion. It's like, no, I'm going to cook for my family and we're going to budget. And, you know, those types of things that I was so intentional about, that's what I wanted to write a blog about. That was what a, kind of stuff I felt I was good at. And if you, um, if you haven't read it, I'll put it in the show notes, but you know, I have my ebook, 
um, giving God the worst of me that is free, completely free. And it's for, it's the backstory. You know, it's kind of the, how God brought me from this, okay, I want to show the world what I'm good at to letting him use this slob thing that, oh my goodness, why would anyone want to use that? Um, letting him use that instead. So it's kind of the backstory. I do get that question a lot. You know, how exactly did this come about? Well, that, that ebook explains that. And, um, like I said, it's free, completely free. So you can, uh, read that if you want, but, um, you know, that, that was, that was my passion was intentionality and purposefulness and all that kind of stuff. But the reason I didn't start my blog for a year and a half after finding out what blogs were and realizing I had to have one, the whole reason I didn't start it was because I got it. I got that there was a huge disconnect between what I was passionate about, which was purposefulness and intentionality and the state of my home. I knew that that didn't make any sense. And that's why I was trying to get my house under control, you know, and I started a slob comes clean out of, you know, as a attempt to be intentional about my home and to get it figured out. And, you know, it's, it's been a real process for me, you know, realizing what works, what doesn't work and all that kind of stuff. And that's all there on the blog. But, um, but, but I got it. I got that there was a huge disconnect there. Um, in the midst of, you know, being able to be zoned in, like some personality types can't be, you know, I could be completely laser focused on putting together a play or, you know, getting some huge project done while my house just fell apart, completely fell apart over and over and over. So, um, yes, intentionality was my, was my passion, but my cleaning routine, I didn't grasp how to be intentional in that. You know, that's a big part of that process for me has been realizing, okay, what actually matters? <laughs> what matters in a cleaning routine, you know, which is what 28 days to hope for your home, the ebook is about. I mean, that's, you know, what is it that has to be done? Cause I was just so random, random, random. Well, knowing that that randomness didn't work sometimes, you know, affected my, um, well, it very much affected my willingness to even try because I, I have that all or nothing mentality and some things can be an all or nothing project. I can throw myself into it, get it finished. It's beginning, middle, end, it's done. Yay. All or nothing, but housekeeping all or nothing doesn't work because you have to live life while keeping the house in a state that's not going to, you know, throw you the rest of your life out of whack because you don't have clean underwear, or clean dishes or whatever. Um, and you know, so that, that all or nothing mentality doesn't work in the home. It's just part of it. That project mentality that I tend to have doesn't work there. Um, but because of so many failures in there, I would tend toward the nothing because I would think, what is the point when I have tried and I have tried and I have tried again and I keep failing. So why even try, you know, so I tend toward the nothing. Um, and the, one of the questions that I get a lot, and I've written about this quite a bit on the blog, you know, is, okay, so what about my kids? You know, the guilt that the slob mama feels over struggling so much herself and thinking, oh my goodness, what are my kids learning from this? you know, what are they learning? Are they, you know, and how, how can I ask my kids to clean their room when my own master bedroom is a complete mess? Um, the main thing that I say on that is don't give up. 
you know, and that, that's what I'm talking about today is random intentionality. Don't give up. I know that the ideal is to have my kids pick up their room every single night before they go to bed. I get it. I know that, you know, it's not as big of a deal now because they're older and they don't have toys scattered all over the living room, but I, are they actually, I'm looking at a pile of crayons right now, but whatever. Um, I know that it's not, you know, the, the, the way it should be is that we do a little bit every single day, just the way I figured out in my kitchen. I get that, but here's what happens. I will do a couple of days. And this is, this was the big thing that would happen, especially when my kids were little, you know, I'd go over to my normal friend's house and, you know, this is before I had kids and I would see how they had this elaborate bedtime routine. I mean, just totally elaborate. And it started with picking up and I would see them do that. I think, Oh yes, that's what I need to do. That's what I need. We go over there after we had kids and I'm like, Oh, that's what I need to do. That's what I need to do. And I would say, okay, we're going to start doing that. And we would do it for, um, a day or two or or maybe three, you know, and the funny thing is my intentionality part of parenting was that my kids, when I said to go to bed, they went to bed. I mean, you know, it was not this drawn out elaborate routine. Not that that was the reason that, that theirs was, but you know, it was like, okay, it's time for bed. Go get your pajamas on and go to bed. Okay. Well they do that. Well, I, it never occurred to me after those first couple of days where it was on the top of my mind, I would suddenly realize that it had been a week and a half And we hadn't picked up before bed. And then it was this huge disaster. And then it was picking up before bed. Really? What's the point? You know, it's hardly going to make a dent. And so that was where my all or nothing mentality would just defeat me in that. Um, But I am now, let's see, five years, five and a half years into this blog, which means doing my best to be intentional failing over and over, realizing that falling off the wagon is going to be part of my life forever, but that not giving up is the one key to actually having long-term success. Long-term success is probably never going to be a completely always clean home for me. However, long-term success for me is that I don't give up and I keep on trying. And once it gets out of control, then I get it back under control. And the longer I can go before it gets out of control again, the less out of control it will get when it gets out of control or something like that. Um, but my point is, um, every time when I am intentional, I see benefits from that even when it's random, even when I'm, I fall off the wagon the next time it's easier to get back on. Okay. And specifically talking with children and family members and things. Um, my kids are now eight, about to be nine, which is crazy talk, 11 and 13. They're at they're out of the little kid stage. You know, my husband and I just look at things and look at them. Sometimes we think we don't have little kids anymore. This is crazy. You know, when I first started the blog and you can go back and read that, you know, that's my daughter was three and I had a brand new kindergartner and then I had a uh, second grader, you know, I mean, that was where that was where it all started. You know, now they're older and we're at a point where I would have thought I would have everything figured out and everything would be perfect. It's not, but there is huge benefit from 
those times when I am intentional. And my whole point in here, if you don't get anything else is I have found it is worth it to be intentional. Even when I'm not consistently intentional, intentionality is worth it. Even when it's random. So now my kids are at the age where they're actually very helpful. I mean, they don't necessarily help on their own. You know, I mean, they don't go clean up the kitchen without me telling them to do it. They don't, um, you know, I mean, we still struggle with those things because, you know, life just goes on and they're my children and we go on through life and go, Oh my goodness, the house is a wreck. Um, but you know, every Sunday afternoon, which I would love it if we did this on Saturday morning instead of Sunday afternoon, but Hey, we do it on Sunday afternoon because we have home groups in our home on Sunday nights. Every Sunday afternoon, they know that we are going to pick up the house. They don't come in and start doing it on their own. But when I say, okay, it's time to do a pickup of the house, they're actually good at it. And it's not because we've been doing pickups every single day, like in my mind we should be. But every time that we do a pickup, they learn, they get better at it. And there really is a huge benefit to just doing it, even if it's random, even if it's not as consistent as it should be. Okay. It only matters what we actually do. So, you know, some of the things that we do, I set a timer, you know, I'm really big on the five minute pickup, five minute pickup every single day keeps the house under control. Um, but even when it's been a few days and we haven't done a five minute pickup, a five minute pickup makes a huge impact. And like I've talked about before, the math if you think about it, okay, a five minute pickup for me to do is five minutes. My kids doing a five minute pickup with me and my husband, that's five people times five minutes is 25 minutes. That's a lot of picking up. I I mean, that's, that's a amazing amount of time. Now when they're little or when it's the first time five minute pickup times five people might only be like three minutes worth of picking up. But I'm telling you, it's worth it even when it seems like a failure because the next time they get it a little bit better and the next time they get it a little bit better and it makes it easier every time. And, you know, I have gotten these questions. I've gotten one of these questions recently and then uh, I think it was two Saturdays ago. You know, I have decided that Saturdays my kids are going to clean the bathrooms. Okay, so that is our new thing that we do. Do we do it every Saturday? Um, No, we don't. Okay, and it just doesn't even occur to me and, but whatever, but I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. We have to do it today. So when we do it, um, you know, the other two Saturdays ago, I think it was, uh, I told my boys, I need you guys to clean your bathroom. Okay. Before you do anything else today, we just finished breakfast. So before you do anything else, I want you to go clean your bathrooms. Well, about an hour later when I had not even crossed my mind since then, um, I said, Hey guys, I need you guys to clean your bathroom. And they said, we already did. And I went and looked and y'all, you would not believe it. Their bathroom looked awesome. It did not look like that. Those first times, that first summer of the blog, when I was very intentional about teaching them to clean bathrooms and I was literally running back and forth from bathroom to bathroom, helping the kids, you know, stay focused and, you know, explaining to them that one swipe across the counter that doesn't get the toothpaste off doesn't really count as being, you know, look, you have to actually go here. You have to go behind the faucet. You have to actually clean this, you know, all those things. 
even though every single summer we do great for three or four weeks at the beginning of the summer and then it gets to be the beginning of August and I think, oh my goodness, we didn't clean the bathrooms for the entire month of July or whatever. Um, even though that intentionality never stays completely consistent for the long term, it has paid off because now my boys can actually clean the bathroom, which is great. And the more often that I remember to tell them on Saturday morning, go do this, then the better it stays and the easier it it is for them when they clean it and they start to see, oh, wait, because we cleaned this last week. Well, it's so much easier to clean this week than it was when we had, you know, not cleaned it in three weeks. Um, but my, don't give up on being intentional. Um, but my other thing that I try not to do is make promises that I'm not absolutely confident I can keep. So that's one of those things I've, I've talked before about, um, the summer before I started the blog, you know, the summer before when I was just rock bottom, so frustrated, felt like a complete failure as a mother, created all these elaborate chore charts for my children and said, um, you know, if you can fill up these chore charts and we're going to clean up the kitchen after every single meal, if you can fill these chore charts with these really cool stickers, we're going to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And then I, got scatterbrained as I tend to do and it never happened. And then they never went to Chuck E. Cheese. And I don't think we've been to Chuck E. Cheese since then. And I, and now they're too old for it. And I just felt horrible about it. I mean, really, I mean, I still feel guilt over that summer, you know, but it was because I was more about the plan than I was just about the, okay, let's be intentional right now. Let's go ahead and be intentional today. I've got that energy. I've got that passion. Let's do it today. And let's be purposeful about teaching you how to do this. You know, that's where teaching kids to clean the ebook comes in, you know, teaching you how to clean a bathroom so that the more times that I work through this process with you, then eventually you're going to be able to do it by yourself, even if it's not completely consistent and perfect. Um, but going ahead and being randomly intentional, being as consistently intentional as possible, but not giving up when the consistency fails. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things that a friend of mine said that really impacted me, she has four kids. They're in high school now. They're great kids. Um, we were talking and she said, you know what? She said, I just tell my kids when they question, you know, why are we doing this all of a sudden? She says, you know what? I'm learning things all the time. And I have learned that we were doing such and such in not the best way possible. I'm sure she said it more eloquently than that. But, you know, I've learned that we need to do this. And so we're going to do this. You know, just being honest and not telling them, well, you have to clean the bathroom because the bathroom has to be clean. Well, if my own bathroom is not consistently clean, then they can see right through that. But instead saying, hey, we need to clean the bathrooms. Isn't it so much more fun when we can invite friends randomly over because the bathroom is already clean? So let's clean the bathroom. Let's do our best. Hey, let's try to do this every Saturday morning. And then four more Saturdays go by and you've forgotten and you say, I know we haven't done it, but you know what? It's so much better when we do it. So we're going to clean bathrooms today. All right, get in there and clean the bathroom. Um, starting with 
the benefits, you know, focusing on that as opposed to what we're going to do, just what we're going to do today. Okay. And this is something we need to do all the time. All or nothing mentality really has no benefits. Um, five minute pickups, as I said, are huge. Um, one of the things that we've started doing on Sunday afternoons is I challenge my kids. I say, okay, I want you to look around the house and I want you to tell me how long you think it's going to take if you all work to get this done. And they will tell me, they're like, oh, it's a pretty bad day. How about, you know, I mean, I think the longest they've ever said was 10 minutes. Um, and, but I let them make that decision. How long do you think it's going to take? And then challenge them to do that. Sometimes I say, if you guys can get it done before the timer goes off and it's, you know, up to snuff, if I, I don't even know what that means, but if it's something I, you know, if I approve that, yes, it's fully picked up, then, um, we'll go get ice cream tonight. Sometimes they say, Hey, are we going to get ice cream this time? And I say, no, sorry. It's just what we have to do. Sometimes we will, sometimes we won't, you know, um, but that has been, you know, something that is a challenge for them and they like that and they like to getting to make that decision of how much time they think they're going to do it. And they will usually say, I think we can get this done in five minutes. Um, but it only comes over time of them figuring that out. You know, if your kids have no prior experience in this, you know, just start doing five minute pickups saying, we're just going to see what we can get done in five minutes so that they can start to have a grasp of how long or of how much of an impact five minutes of complete focus actually makes. Um, and, you know, little teaching them to do specific skills, you know, cleaning up the kitchen, family kitchen cleanup time, teaching them what it means to um, wipe the table properly, which does not mean letting everything dump onto the floor. Um, I will say that my kids, um, even though their house is not always perfect by any means, they are the ones who will look at me funny and, um, you know, be horrified when we're at church doing something and the, uh, you know, there's like teenagers who are wiping down tables and doing it totally wrong. You know, they'll look at me and say, you know, one of them even told me, I told her she was doing it wrong and she told me to be quiet. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, you probably don't need to say much to them since you're nine or whatever. Um, but the point is, you know, teaching them these skills, teaching them, this is how you do it. And even though, oh my goodness, I wish I was more consistent at that. You know, the other day I needed, I was sick, you know, I was sick. I think I started getting sick Tuesday, Tuesday night I was getting sick and I needed to go help my other two kids, you know, work on their Bible drill stuff for church and learning these verses for this thing that they had coming up. Um, and so I told my 13 year old, I need you to load the dishwasher. He did a decent job. He did not do a perfect job as evidenced by the spoon, um, that had like an entire wad of macaroni stuck to it. Uh, like, yeah, anyway, um, the next morning that I found it was clean macaroni, but it was still stuck to the spoon. Uh, you know, he wasn't perfect by any means. However, it was way better than it would have been if I would have just completely left the kitchen as it was and not done anything the night before. You know, I mean, I just, it helps. And it's because we have been purposeful about doing family cleanup time. No, we're not completely consistent, but we're purposeful and they know, Oh, okay. Family cleanup time. We're doing that again. Okay, great. You know, so they will do it every single time that they do those things. They learn something. And as I've said before with the, you know, worrying about your kids for the future, the main thing that I am so glad my own mother did was teach me cleaning skills so that 
I mean, she was much more routine on all that kind of stuff than I ever have been, but I had cleaning skills. So even though I had to come up with my own routine because it's all about routine, it's not about, you know, just cleaning your bathrooms. It's about having a bathroom cleaning routine. Um, I already knew how to actually do the tasks themselves. Um, and I didn't have to learn that and learn a routine. No, I mean, I just had to get the routine down. So my point here is to encourage you, um, that whenever you can be purposeful as a parent and not trying to pretend to be something that you're not, because that doesn't work, you know, well, but also just, I'm an example of somebody who's absolutely completely imperfect. And yet I see the benefits of random intentionality and in teaching my kids how to do the tasks that they need to learn. They need they need to know how to do to live and survive and have their own homes, not be a disaster. And then hopefully they'll be better off than I am. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Um, Thank you for joining me today. Again, this is podcast 54. You can go to a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S to find the show notes or look in iTunes. Uh, if you're subscribed, which you totally should be, um, over on the, um, to the right of the podcast name is a little lowercase I with a circle around. If you click on that, uh, it will take you to the show notes. They're right there in iTunes and you can get to those links there. And again, I do encourage you to sign up for the email newsletter. And that way you will not miss anything that's coming or anything that's going on. Thanks so much for joining me. And I would love if you would leave iTunes reviews because that helps a lot. Thanks. See you next week. Bye.